Here we go. Sherry Allen, I'm here. John Curley, Sherry Ellicker Show. There is Jake right over there. TNA, thank you, TNA. You look great today. She's got a whole Woo! new sort of... Hi there, Teeny. Got a new sort of feeling and relationship with 2024. She's got a whole <laughs> list of stuff. Big bucket list she's trying to get done. So you can write to us at MyNorthwest.com. Come on into the Muckleshoot Casino Resort. one 973 All right, well, the list is out. All the names that uh, Jeffrey Epstein had associated with doesn't mean they're all doing nasty stuff, but they're all on the list. But probably the strangest uh, bit of news coming out is that, so was it Jeffrey Epstein said to somebody, there was a girl that was making some accusations, and Epstein wrote in an email uh, to one of his assistants, we need somebody that will refute what this woman is reporting Yes, when it re- involves uh, Stephen Hawkins uh, and an orgy. Is that yeah. basically the setup on it? Yeah, yeah, so basically there's allegations, like you said, allegations made about Stephen Hawking and an orgy. And so he said, can we reach out to not just her friends, but anybody who might know her, including family members? We will offer them a yeah. reward, anything that we can do for them to come out and help undercut what she's saying. Um, I guess it's just a way to protect Stephen Hawking from these allegations. Very surprising. He's not he, like of all the names that I assumed were going to be on this list. It's not not on my bingo card. Not, not that, that, sure. that wasn't the guy for sure. How many times? This is general knowledge. Don't look it up, slow Joe. How many times has Stephen Hawking been married? Oh, you know what? I actually I don't know if I should guess at this one because I actually have some ah, idea. Time out. I'm going to guess five. He's been married twice. Five. Oh. Been married twice. He's got three children. <laughs> he dated one. He married Jane for a while. Then they got divorced. And then he married his nurse. Yeah, his nurse. Yeah, uh, his nurse. He was married to her for a number of years. Then uh, he ended up with another nurse who he said he had this great passionate sort of sexual desire that kept them together. He liked women that were sort of wounded or in need of help. Uh, the third uh, gal that he was involved with said that um, he always needed to be, you know, be the center of attention. But she loved him deeply. Um, and, I mean, he uh, would he be the center. Her, but you go anywhere with Stephen Hawking, mm-hmm. he's going to be the center of attention. I would think it's Stephen Hawking. Yeah, but but apparently he loved the center of attention. Loved everybody. He always sort of demanded that people listen to him and be part of everything. So he wasn't. And the first wife was explaining. There's a book that came out about him in in 2020. You know, he. He, he could have sex. I, I mean, I don't know. I know orgy because she went on to explain how difficult it was to sort of have conjugal relationships with him to have some sort of. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. Because unlawful, he's you know unlawful, he's unlawful cardinal knowledge because he could, his body you know yeah, there's th- so yeah, yeah. fragile. Yeah, there's things that uh, could be difficult for him. Obviously, yes. yes, um, yes. But he's he's definitely one of the names that I did not expect to be on. Another one, I guess I didn't realize that these guys were friends. But another one is David Copperfield. He's on the list as well. Did you had, eh. did you know about the David Copperfield connection, or is that just one that I mean I wouldn't? No, say, I, I just David Copperfield got in trouble a while ago, right? Because doesn't he have some sort of island? He took yep. some women there or something. He's sort of bizarre. He has an any island guy too. That's in, any guy that's into magic is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that ventriloquism. I'm sorry, yeah. right off the bat, those two categories. So, um, so yeah. Copperfield. But apparently, what's kind of damning about the allegations against him is that he kind of ends up talking with one of the girls. I mean, a lot of the guys who are on that list that don't want to be named but are now being named on this list, 
they at least can say, hey, uh, I didn't know that this was going on. Because Jeffrey Epstein, obviously, he was a huge financier. He was a huge fundraiser for a lot of organizations, too. So there's a lot of people that might run into Jeffrey Epstein or have some like loose connection with him uh, who may not have been privy to everything that was going on on this, on this island of his or on Lolita Express. But David Copperfield, apparently, according to this allegation in these documents, he actually like asked one of the girls, "Oh, are you aware that you uh, that some of, some of your colleagues are being used to go and get other girls and are being paid to get other girls?" And so it sounds like you know he might have been more aware. I mean, at least the allegations are that he was more aware of what was going on. But it's, I mean, what do you think is going to happen with everybody that's on this I, list? Know, like, like that's the question. The strange, now. Here's the strange thing about it: that if what is it that would shock people when it comes to ha- people, you know, being involved in extramarital affairs? I think the thing that's most uh, upsetting, but is lost in this story, these girls were like 14, 15, 16 years old, right? Yeah, they're kids. In the Wall Street yeah. Journal today, they talked about how they would have kissing parties. They'd bring the girls in, and Jeffrey would sit there with his assistant, and there would be other people there, and they would have them kiss each other in front of people and do other things as well. These were young girls. Um, underage that were performing sex acts for Jeffrey Epstein and for the rest of the people there. Um, they were getting paid, and it's the corruption of a, of a young woman. I mean, and the life that is most likely, they many of them say they still suffer from emotional and mental pain as a result of this. Absolutely. And, you know, the cra- you know the- that's... One of the, so it's not, you know, the list and the names of the list. Oh, my gosh. It would have to be somebody like, oh, Pope John Paul II. Like, well, no, but, the, there but there are names. Go. There are names on the list. I mean, like we've obviously seen like the, Bill Clinton's name comes up a so bunch what? of a bunch of times. But, yeah, I mean, like the Clintons kind of have their own machine working for them. So it's not yes. like the repercussions for him are not going to be much more than they already have been. Um, but you look at a guy like Prince Andrew, who there's a lot of detailed stuff about okay. what but, the allegations but, were for him. I know, but that doesn't, so people are like, okay, he's a weirdo, he's Chris Andrew, and you know, there's that. It's, it's, it would be if somebody like Billy Graham or somebody, some famous religious individual. Stephen Hawking. That, okay, but <laughs> yeah. the only reason Stephen Hawking shocks the conscience of the court is because people keep thinking, oh God, that must be weird. How you does know, that work? He yeah. He's got ALS. And <laughs> that, that's the, your mind goes to weird places on does that it, one. And he but, uses you know, a computer voice, right? Isn't it a computer voice? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, the he, whole thing is, yeah. That, He's now passed away. But he's I'm just saying away. that people, people that the, the name's coming out, it's not going to do anything. No one's going to be shocked by any of it. You, it's just this sort of weird thing. And they'll try to deny it or, you know, the, the story will go away. Did I, you I guys think this 25 years ago, this would have been a big, big deal. Did you guys play? Um, I, I just saw this audio today, so I don't know if you guys had this yesterday or not. But the audio is from 2019. It's this Amy Robuck uh, piece. And Amy Robuck was a, a Good Morning America host. Do you know oh, the yeah. audio I'm talking about, John? Oh, I got I got this, it right here. This baby, to me yo. is what I find so fascinating. She, she'll she detail it when you play the audio for her in so a second. So this is, when did she say this? this is, oh, three years ago. This is this is yeah yeah this is during a commercial break the camera's still rolling and i guess what how she got into it she, she's talking to the people there this is off air the camera's on they call it a hot mic hot mic but it's not recording it's not going out over the air she's just talking to her fellow you know reporters that are on the set with her i've had the story for three years i've had this interview with virginia roberts we would not put it on the air um first of all i was told who's jeffrey epstein no one knows who that is this is a stupid story um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate 
I will, that we, that also quashed the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations that I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, aunt, like, we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. Epstein had so much power, had so many people. When he got, uh, it was a 2008, they got him for um, sex with a minor, and he, you know, basically got a sort of a sweetheart deal on that thing. And, you know, he just had so many people well, around him were so powerful. He was able to block a bunch of it. What's really interesting, too, is like when you think about the guys that he surrounded himself with, the powerful, powerful people he surrounded himself with, he knew that those people all also have these powerful machines protecting them. And yeah. like in the case of Prince Andrew, who's named in the th- in the uh, in the papers and the allegations against what he wanted to do. And, you know, with it's they're really we can't really talk about him on the radio. Actually, they're pretty gross. But um yeah. He, you hear in that piece where she says they're so afraid of not being able to interview ABC just kills the story even though she had it back in 2016 because they're so afraid they're not going to be able to interview Kate Middleton at some point because the palace yeah. will say oh well you can't talk to them because you did this piece on on uh, Prince Andrew or at least they're not going to be favorable to them because you did this piece on uh, this piece on Prince Andrew and that's the way that these guys have all kind of escaped um, you know any blame for their part in this. Yeah, but this is the media does this all the time. I've heard this is, goes back a long. Remember, uh, Mick Shashevsky is that his name? Not Mick Shashevsky. Mike Shashevsky. He was in it. No, that's no, that's not right. Coach of Duke. Um, He's a great Mick's, guy, actually. Yes, uh, uh, Mick something or other. He used to work for NBC, cover the White House. And I said to him, this is when Clinton first got in there. I said, why didn't you ask more difficult questions? You had a chance to talk to Hillary Clinton. He said, early on, you don't want to be the guy asking the tough questions. You don't want to be the skunk at the at the garden party because then they won't give you access. So the power to be able to have access is the power to play the game. So you play the game by not asking the difficult questions because then you won't get the interviews. And if you don't get the interviews and somebody else gets it, you know, you, your editor's upset. So you play the game. You play the game and you don't ask the tough questions because you won't be asked to go to the White House and walk around with the president. Yeah, then you're just the, the president essentially they're the canceling you. You're done. Yeah, so you just basically just play along. So this is ABC, giant corporation, playing along. You don't want to offend the people. You don't want to make them life uncomfortable. There's no need to do the story, so let it go. And, you know, who's the victim here? It's these young women. So they would be paid as much as $100. Here's the thing. You sort of think about it. Like, the girl goes in, does this, gives them the massage to Jeffrey Epstein, you know, blah, 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 and gives $100. And then he says, hey, by the way, if you have any other friends who want to make $100 or, you know, $200, let me know. So these girls were not being drugged. They were not being fooled in any way. There was an exchange of, you do this for me and I'll give you $100. Then the other girls would bring other girls over, right? And they were then sort of joined this little group that Epstein had in place. They knew what they were doing. Now they're under the age of 18, so consent, you get into the law. But you start to think, there are there are women 
that come into the United States, they're brought in under a false pretense that they're going to be given a job and they have to, we'll fly you in and you'll get this job and you'll work at a hotel. Well, they get there and they find out that's not a hotel job. There is no hotel yeah, job. Yeah, sex work. They take the passports from these people and then they force them into sex work. Sometimes what they do is they drug them and keep drugging them and drugging them. So they're in a constant drug induced haze and then they get raped over and over and over again. I mean, these, these people that are these young women brought in, uh, under the false pretenses, they become part of this, you know, sex again, trade industry. But again, like you but were saying, for these young women, these 15, 16, 17 year old girl goes in, she doesn't have to come back again. She doesn't have to bring her friend back again. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that and, and it's, it's a horrible guy. He does this thing. He manipulates and promises, oh, I'll get you a modeling career. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. I'll introduce you to all these people. But in a way, they knew what the guy was. They knew how gross he was. Well, I, I think but it's they a, would bring their friends in. Yeah, they I would I, bring their friends. I, in. I, I think it's a testament to how um, how appealing power can be. I mean, like these young girls are thinking, hey, you know what? Like she goes over. She goes off and tells her friend. Um, I mean, because there's no allegations that he literally like captured somebody and held them against their will. But she goes and tells her friends, hey, you know what? Like there's this creepy guy. Uh, he'll pay you a hundred bucks to rub his feet. And like, that's how it starts. And also uh -huh. the president of the United States is going to be there. Bill Clinton's going to be there. You know, like, I don't, I'm not saying he was, I'm just saying like the allegation is that Bill Clinton was involved right. in a lot of this stuff. So then they go, oh yeah. Oh, he, he, he. Uh, and like a young person might, might be uh, into that, but they don't think when they're going over, this is going to turn into like sexual activity. They might think, oh, somebody's going to pay me a hundred bucks to rub shoulders. And then it just gets, you know, it goes deeper and deeper and weirder uh, from there. I so. get it. But there's this weird exchange. It, let's take, let's remove the age. Let's say the person's 20 years old, okay? If, it's it's not even a, a story guy, if they're in their 20s. It's not even a story. I know, but let's just say the exchange of go out with some super rich guy, not that good looking, uh, but, you know, going to fly you here and fly you there. He's got a big boat and you get on his private jet and do this and that. He's not very good looking, but you know what? It's a good life. It's okay. Yeah. Right. So you're like you're basically putting a price on the thing that he wants. What you want is all the other stuff that goes with it, not necessarily hanging out with him horizontally. So it's it's this exchange, right? It's the oldest form, um, the oldest profession in the world. It's, it's a form of prostitution, and it happens even today. They don't call it prostitution, but some woman is attracted to some powerful rich guy, even though she doesn't really like him, but she realizes, eh, it's okay. It probably, you know, I, I see what you're saying. It probably could be a way that some of these guys are able to avoid any prosecution or anything. I don't even know if they can be prosecuted at this point. I mean, some of these things happened so long ago. Uh, but if it if if the people are underage, I think those types of things tend to uh, be you know so those you can make you can uh, make charges against somebody a, a long time after it happens uh, if they're minors. Yes. So hopefully, right. Hopefully, these guys pay the price if they need to. Right. Well, I, I don't know how they got the names. I don't know what they're going to do with it next, um, and they'll tie it up in court for. Just be as litigating as it for twenty years. Yeah. But the big news, Stephen Hawkins' name is on the list, and that was not on Joe's bingo card of guys found on the list. Yeah, very odd. Yes. Okay. Stephen Hawkins, married twice, three kids, by the way. Smart man. Very smart man. <laughs> wow. That's a hot take on your part. <laughs> Stephen Hawkins is a smart man. All righty. Hey, did I 
I mentioned you should go to Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers with 16 locations, been around for 53 years. That's the place to take that car of yours over to Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers. <clears throat> well, um, the big uh, new ad has come out. Biden's first big ad that he's being released. Um, he has decided he's going to ride the insurrection train as far as he can go and scare everybody. They've already referred to Donald Trump as a Nazi, as a fascist. Um, so, you know, when everybody, they break out the Nazi thing, you know, you're losing, right? Um, Mike Tyson did not bite, uh, Holyfield's ear because he was doing well in that round. So you break out the Nazi, use Nazi, you know, that's like fairly desperate. So Joe's new ad is out. He's trying to get people to rally around him. Let's see. We have it in there. You got it in there somewhere? I sent it to you, Joe. Do you have it? I did not. Joe? Oh, yeah. Oh, you stinker. I sent it to you. I got the article. The article, schmarticle. Okay, article, schmarticle. All right, stall for Let's see if I can find it. Should, right, we, rec- should we just recreate it? Is there uh, a way we can is. just uh, pretend to be Joe Biden? Go ahead, John. Go uh, ahead. I can't. I can't. There's, there's I, no video. I'm, there's I'm no video. There's no audio. All right. I'm heavily medicated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's 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 dark, uh, black and white images. You see everybody. You see the people going into the, into the uh, into the co- Capitol, into Congress, yeah. breaking the windows, Capitol Hill. You know, and then they you know, and I'm going to try. You know, the, we're fighting for democracy. It's Joe Biden sputtering through the teleprompter. This is a fight for democracy. This is a fight for our country. I'm fighting for democracy. Fighting, fighting for democracy. Well, if you look at the latest poll from taking about a month ago. That is not on the list of things people are concerned about. Number one is inflation. Uh, like number three is immigration. You go all the way down and then you might get to democracy. It gets like a score one to 10. I think it gets a score of about a two. Uh, people with no opinion scores a four, but they're going to play this thing that we have to stop Donald Trump because if we don't, the, the country will be taken over by this Nazi Donald Trump. Are, so we're fighting for democracy. Are you surprised, John, that this tactic works? Do you Does think uh, do, do you not think it works? I mean, it seems to me that that, uh, you know, highlighting people's fears is a pretty effective way to, you know, make people feel like the only way out is to vote for, you know, a specific candidate. Yeah, Um fear is the big thing. That's the big button you push. But that's not the thing that makes people vote. People are not people. First of all, most people's opinions about January 6th don't meet the level of hysteria that the media wants you to have and Joe Biden wants you to have. It was not an insurrection as defined by Webster's. It was not an insurrection. Most of those knuckleheads just walking around in there taking pictures and selfies. Right. Just just people that about a 100 of them in charge and they've got them. They're breaking in and they're destroying property and they went in there. What were they thinking they were going to do? Really? Really? I mean, just one guy goes over another guy and then it's like, hey, let's go in. They're all go in there walking around. That was not an insurrection. It, do, it does. Charged it, with it, insurrection. And most people are like to them, keep fomenting this idea. I'm surprised they don't call it peaceful protest. People, the media and then the, the Democrats never mentioned when they were running in 2020, 2019, they never said anything about all of the uh, destruction across America. Those were peaceful protests. These morons that broke in there and walked around and took selfies, um, they're all part of this cabal of people that want to overthrow the country. Really? People don't buy that. People are voting with their pocketbook. They're not afraid of Donald Trump. Um, taking over the country and what, um, 
censoring people's thoughts and words uh, or getting North Carolina to take all the other candidates for the Democratic Party off of the ballot. Did you know that in North Carolina? No one else will appear, only Joe Biden. That's interesting. Why don't you give the people of North Carolina a choice? Maybe they want to vote for somebody else. There's a couple other people running for president. That would be Democrats or independents, but they're not on the ballot. You only have one guy's name on the ballot. That's Joe Biden. Now, if that isn't somehow, you know, stopping people from voting and isn't that democracy, well, this is what you got in North Carolina. Of course, they knocked him out in Maine. They took Trump off in uh, Colorado. They're trying in other states as well. This you want to hear the ad? I, beat I the found guy. it. Oh, you got yeah, the yeah, ad? This yeah, is yeah. going to scare everybody. Do it. Hopefully, keep the little kids away from the radio for this one. Here we go. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. Yeah. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching, the world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we, the people. That's our soul. We are the United States of America. There is nothing nothing beyond our capacity when we act together. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. I really mean this. It's serious because it's going to make you hard for you to believe. Okay, Joe put that in there. I was going to say, that was a part of the ad. What else is he going to say? What else is he going to say? What else would he possibly run on? Right? Nobody believes in Biden, Bidenomics. You know Everybody what? sees what's happening at the border. Listen, we don't have anything else. Let's just press the fear button. Well, if you really believe in democracy, why don't you stop trying to knock him off the ballot in some of these states and that, let people that's vote the, for the guy? That's the thing that just seems so glaring to me. Is I, I think people will actually hear that if they hear if anybody even cares about these campaign ads but somebody hears that and goes you know who's who's actually trying to knock people off of the ballot you're not even giving people other options which is what happens in russia you just don't even have other options so in maine in north carolina and places like that in colorado wasn't it colorado who kicked things off Mm -hmm. you have like they're just trying to eliminate options for you you don't even have the option for me the thing that i care about most right now i'm like what you talked about at the beginning of the segment my pocketbook. That's the issue that uh-huh. I care most about. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a hot take. You carry a pocketbook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and I, every single day. I, <laughs> like, a, like a man purse? I think, I, I think it's called a billfold. Yeah, no, I carry my billfold uh-huh. in my man purse, okay. and I, uh, I balance my checkbook okay. every day. But you're yeah. right. Like Those are the things that people actually care about. Is democracy at the top of your list? If you have no. kids or you're worried about your bills in any way... It's mostly gas prices. It's like gas prices, how much it costs me to buy eggs right now. That's what I'm thinking about. You're reminded of that every single day. Every People single day. Not, right. But this is all they have. What else are you going to run on? The economy? Please. Are you going to run on border? Are you going to run on violence in the cities? You got all that. What are you going to talk about? You know, you got nothing. Joe has nothing. So he has to play that card. And it's going to just fall on deaf ears. People are like, yeah, whatever. You do not care about January 6th. They don't care about it. But you'll see the media is going to make a big deal about, oh, the person who died um, was Ashley Babbitt. As she was crawling through the window, 120-pound Ashley Babbitt with a backpack, she gets killed by that guy with the gun, a single shot, 
Could have pushed her back through, but now shoots and kills her. But, oh, that doesn't get taken. There's no story about that. But the New York Times lied about the guy getting hit, the police officer getting hit with a fire hydra- or the fire extinguisher. That was a lie, a lie, a lie. Nancy Pelosi lied. Um, this crap went on and on. But most Americans are like, look, just I don't know who it is. They don't either want Donald Trump or Biden. Somebody in there that is, could do something for the country, at least stop the direction it's heading right now. Here we go. Snoop Dogg has got himself another job. He's decided they're going to, uh, NBC says, hey, let's send Snoop Dogg to Paris and he can cover the Olympics because we need uh, new provocative people that are going to say crazy things. Man, it's a Snoop Doggy dog. Snoop Aloo. be out there. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's Snoop a Loop. No, that's it's, a, it's a movie it's reference. A movie reference. Yeah. You don't watch movies. Yeah, right. Sorry. Come here with Team USA. Hanging out with an Olympic skateboarder, Jagger Eaton. What's up, Jag? What's going on? Explain this to me. What we seeing? What we watching? So right here, you're seeing up the middle of a backside 540. 540. <laughs> I would get a tattoo of that if I was no, you. No, I'm definitely not getting what that. What are you tattoo. waiting on? Ladies, ladies of the world, <laughs> ladies, I need a hundred ladies to get this tattooed on your right arm. This is Asia in action. Photo one. See what that is? That's an old school. Roll. I actually smoked this layup. You missed that? 100%. At least we won. Gold, 100%. right? That's it. Yeah, yeah gold, gold is the gold. Oh, wow. What is this move called? That's an aerial, a cartwheel without your hands. On that little bitty piece of wood right yes. there? That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> Can you explain to me what this is? What is that? <laughs> what is that? That is an epic <laughs> celebration. What? Let it go. <laughs> Just let it go. L-I-G. Oh. We'll see y'all in Paris. Bonjour. We oui, win. Oui. Uh, okay. So is this NBC's like way Snoop of Dogg, but yeah, making yeah, it cool for the... It uh, yeah, making it cool. They're for making the it cool for the 45-plus crowd. I can't believe oh, he Snoop asked you for a light for his joint and you didn't. Go yeah, you know it. Snoop Dogg, right? Aren't you guys uh, ba- I don't pals? know Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you do. First don't all, be. Hey, have... listen. Don't be humble. You know him. You know him. <laughs> Tell us that story, John. You know Tell us how you fumbled. The I was bag at the Chesapeake. I was at the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, I was in Virginia, staying at this really nice hotel, and he was there with a bunch of his friends. And he was standing off to the side near the bar outside. They've got like a fire pit there, and I was there standing there and. He came over and asked me for a light. I was like flattered that he thought I had a light lighter. And then I, I went know to like is. great extremes <laughs> to try to run around and find a well, a light or lighter, a candle, right? Something. Or is it- <laughs> yeah, so I was like, and, and I, it's yeah, let me grab like my matches. Waiter, my old waiter, my old waiter thing. Mr. Snoop Doggy Dog, just a second. Let me see if I can find you one. Hang on a second. I was like, Does anybody have a lighter? Got to find a match. Here, you got a candle. Mr. Snoop Doggy Dog wants it. I got, I got, I got like, I had a candle that I found that was in like a little bar area that they had. I come running back. He's like, I got it, I got it. I was like, I. So I said to the other guys with him, I said, How's he get away with smoking pot? He goes, Oh, he smokes pot in the room. Why does he do that? Well, he pays them a thousand dollars a day. So he can smoke pot in the room and it's no big deal. And then the guy explained to me, pot smoke doesn't stink up the room and isn't permanent, doesn't Explain have the oils the, that tobacco yeah. has. It's not that big deal. Yeah. <laughs> did no, you, I never smoked pot in a, room, you actually, a hotel room. You really went and got him a candle? You came back with a I candle? Went, well, I ran around. I thought, well, hey, this kid, you know, he asked me. I'm going to go find me, him one. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I, I could see myself doing the same thing, but like did a little part of you, just as a, as a grown man, did a little part of you feel like, I don't know, this feels like, this feels eager. Like, I'm trying to, like, if anybody else had asked you for a light, 
would you have ran around and found a, a Yankee candle? No. No, of course no, not. No. And, I w- and I wouldn't have either, but if Snoop Dogg did, yeah, I probably right. would, but a little part of me would die inside. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'd this have got like, two rocks together. This is extra. This is too yes. much. <laughs> yeah, because and then especially like, when hey, one I of his buddies is there, he's just like, nah, he doesn't need that. Like, who's, who, why is this guy coming up to me with a candle? This is, <laughs> this is strange. I was flattered that he asked me if other people were standing there. He's like, why well, your pr- proximity? Like the you're the closest dude. guy. I don't well, there were other people there. I don't look like the coolest guy in town, but I said, okay, so I went ahead and tried to find him one, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Celeb- he's a celebrity. You know what that says? That says something about you. It says that you're a caring individual. That's nice. Uh. You should feel proud of that. <laughs> no, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it does. Just like, no. You went the no, extra mile. Yeah. It was very nice. Good for you. Okay, okay I'll, I'll accept it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Them Besides, if I, then I could have given him the lighter if I had one, could have lit the thing, and then, you know, I would have in, I would have partaken. Would you have imbibed if he invited you? He said, hey, would you enjoy oh, some of this? Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg stuff. Snoop Doggy Dogg. He is, he gets high all day long. Does he, Joe? Doesn't he have like, he's constantly rolling them? Oh, he has he, a guy no, he that he a, pays yeah, $60,000 a year to roll his joints. Don't you think if you paid 60000 bucks to a guy to roll one, wouldn't you also have a guy that would have the lighter? That's like I get paid. Do you, you think, think. That, do you think that guy at any point, like at the end of the year, I mean, because inflation's tough. Everybody's got to, you know, everybody's got to try to make as much as they can. Do you think he goes to Snoop and asks for a raise? Or does he kind of have a, like a realization? He goes, eh, that's like my job's pretty simple. I'm just rolling joints all day. I can't ask for a I raise. I watched him roll it unbelievably fast with one hand, right hand, just He's like got that. Nim- nimble little fingers. Is. Yeah. Good for him. Get it done. Yeah. Doesn't have to put it like we did in the 70s. You had to put it in like a, a Frisbee and there'd be all these sticks and seeds in there. You try to sort it all out. <laughs> What's a, fr- a Frisbee? What is that? I honestly don't know what that is. Like a like a... Like an actual frisbee? Like a frisbee. Yeah. yeah. Like, so so that's like a, a rolling tray. So you put it so nothing like spills on the ground. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> saving all the bits. Yeah. There'd be yeah. sticks in there and seeds and the gut. Your buddy's like, just roll it, just roll it. You roll it. And then you go. And this is, you know, it's illegal. It was in the 70s. It was crazy. It was during the bicentennial. You're not, even sure, if it's, you're not even sure if it's weed. It's just like, could just be sticks. <laughs> uh, seed pops off yeah. and hits you in the eye. Yeah. Those, yeah. those will get you. Well, I'm going to tune in for Snoop Dogg. Good job, NBC. There you go. I'm their target audience. 40-year-old something man. I'll watch Snoop Dogg. What's the pop reference again from the movie? uh, Snoop-a-loop. That's from, um, I believe it's from Old School. School. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real fair. I did watch a movie the other night. I I don't believe it. I watched The Big Big Chill because it's Nick's mother's favorite movie. So he watched it, and I'm like, oh, my God, is this unbelievably boring. And Nick's like, when will something happen? I said, Isn't that what Steve Steve Gutenberg? Is he in that? No, no, no. It's Kevin Klein, William Hurt. Um, yeah, is the guy stars are in? Is the guy from uh, uh, Home Alone in it? Are you thinking of the Big Squeeze? Because that's I don't know. I think Big Chill, Big Whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Daniel Stern. Is Daniel Stern in it? No, no. Will you stop? Goodbye.